I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Welcome to the Nightlight Podcast. Turn on the light when things go bump in the night. I'm Kristen. I'm Megan, and this is the Nightlight Podcast. It is, indeed. So how are you doing, Kristen? Thank you. I waited for that. (laughs) I waited for you to ask me. I am doing just great. Um, Yeah, I don't have anything clever to say. (laughs) Having a nice Chianti? A Chianti? Sure. So fun fun fact about that. I have a friend Mm -hmm. who's never seen this movie. And I know she's never seen this movie because I was over her house and she was offering me some wine. She goes, oh, we have that Reggie Lake or, you know, my sister-in-law gave us a Chianti. And I'm like, (gasps) a what now? Chianti. (laughs) Oh, no. And then I said, have you never seen Silence Silence of the the Lambs? Lambs? That's probably the only way I would know it's Chianti. (laughs) I do enjoy a a nice nice glass of Chianti. I don't think I've ever had it. it it's it's a wine. Yeah, it's a red wine. Okay, it's a red wine. I don't think I've ever had it. Yeah, I'm a I'm I'm, I'm a red wine kind of gal. Yep. I don't think I've ever had a fava bean either. <laughs> well, I think they're similar to a lima bean, if I'm not mistaken. Have I ever had a lima bean? I love a bean. How have you never had a lima bean? I don't know. One, one imagines I have. You know, I feel like llama lima llama llama beans. I feel like lima beans get a bad rap. I think they're very like yummy and a lot of people don't like them. I love a bean. Is it like a white bean or a black bean? Um, no, it's like a big flat green bean. It's a green bean? Yeah. Aww. I gotta I'm gonna have to So I mean some. when I look at the fava bean, it's also called the broad bean. But oh, it, broad looks beans. Me, it looks to me broad similar beans. it looks to me similar to a lima bean. Like that's how a lima bean looks to me. I think I've had a broad bean, I think. And then you've had a fava bean. Oh, fava beans. I've never eaten a person though. That's that's for sure. <clears throat> well, I've never eaten a person either that I know of. <laughs> oh no, well, that's listen, some I've been to some shit. sketchy restaurants. You never know. <laughs> oh no, I also going? never had liver. That was like a big thing that I've our parents had. had when they were yeah, growing like up. liver and onions. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. never had that either. Yeah, thank but God. Like, thank God, that's, my parents. Those are not, animal livers. <laughs> those are not people. Thank livers. God, my parents did not subject us to that. Yeah. Yeah, my dad ate a bunch of weird stuff because my Sicilian grandfather would cook like pig's knuckles and dandelions and like all kinds of weird Well, shit. dandelion salad, salad, that's like a big Italian thing, apparently. I, I, it makes sense to me. I've never had it. All I know is my mom just never made us eat anything that she didn't like to eat as a child. Yes. My parents were sort of like that. <laughs> Maybe said they liked something that I didn't like. Well, yeah, I mean, there was definitely stuff she served me that I didn't like. Like, oh, I hate yeah. fish, and my mom likes fish. Yeah, back in the day, I didn't. My mom used to make these tiny little, um, t- like these bay scallops. I think those are the tiny ones. And I didn't like fish at the time. I like scallops now, but like I remember it was the one and only time she ever made me sit and finish my dinner after everybody was done. Well, I will say, after watching this movie, I was not hungry. Ah, uh, not at all. <laughs> Not at not all. like scream when I wanted popcorn. This this, <laughs> yeah. this movie kind of doused my appetite. In fact, yeah, this- I watched it with all intentions of having dinner afterwards, and I was like, <gasps> "Oh, I you know what? Before, I'm, I'm thank goodness. good. I am. I am good. Yeah. I don't think I need dinner now. Yeah. Ugh. Um. So obviously, we're talking about Silence of the Lambs. We are indeed. Couldn't tell by our <laughs> numerous references to it. Um. And I did the research for this movie. Mm-hmm. So, The Silence of the Lambs, it was released in 1991. It's based on the 1988 Thomas Harris novel 
of the same name. <laughs> I thought I wrote Thomas Harris novel of the same novel. I was like, oh my of god, of the same novel. Oh. So Thomas Harrow, ha- Thomas Harris, I think has four books about Hannibal Lecter. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, um, I read the first two. Were they good? Yeah, um, Silence of the Lambs is actually pretty book accurate. There's a couple okay. things that are like a little different. Like the big one is like the name of like the fake name he gives them oh, is it's slightly not, different. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to it when we right. get there. But um, what was I going to say? It it's I remember it being fairly screen accurate, okay. fairly screen slash book accurate, which I do appreciate a good movie that's that it can be true true to the, to the book, book yeah. you know. And I understand there's always things that have to change. Yeah, I for mean, time and completely like eliminating that. the character Peeves. That's neither here nor there, but <laughs> I'm talking about Harry Potter. Sorry. I was going to say, there's a guy named Peeves in the book, and then I was like, oh, Harry Potter. So this movie grossed uh, $272.7 million on a budget of $19.2 million. Wow. So, yeah. Nice. Um, and this was really interesting. It won Oscars in the five major car- categories. Ooh. Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Adapted Screenplay. I was going to say... Um, Anthony Hopkins better have won Best Actor for. This I mean, honestly, he was on the screen for what, like twenty minutes? Yeah, not I even. I probably would have gone with so, supporting. He's so good, and, and and no, he's phenomenal in it. Yeah, it makes you forget there's another villain. Villain. Yeah. Oh yeah, like before I ever saw this movie, I like didn't even know about Buffalo Bill, but I saw it in college, so I saw it one time before this. Um, but like, honestly, like I feel like this is. One of those movies where we could have just let Jodie Foster shine yeah. in like that. And she does. She's great. That I am the lead of this role. Right. You know, and she's great in it and she deserved her Oscar win too. So you know? are you against the Judy Dench eight minute Oscar? <laughs> but that was supporting, it's right? Supporting, I think I think. Supporting is different. Like yeah. you know, don't get me wrong, Anthony Hopkins deserved awards. Oh for my god. This. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. You know. I didn't even realize he was technically he is the lead actor. Yes, I guess. But I don't I totally think that this is one of those movies, if it wasn't 1991, yeah. we could have come out and said, there is no lead actor. Yeah. Well, that's there true. is a lead actor and her name is Joss- Jody Foster. Yes, that's you that's know? true. I didn't even realize he was on the stream for so little time. Yeah. Um maybe it's 20 minutes i don't know you can you find, said 20 minutes you can find a website where it tells you like the breakdown of how long people are on the screen oh, wow. for yeah people i did not go that far <laughs> so this movie is the only best picture winner to be widely regarded as a horror movie okay there were several other nominators the, the most recent being get out which uh, yes. reminds me a lot of this movie in the terms of like the, the way it was done it? the suspense and like you know um, that it's people don't think of it as horror when they first think yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. They think of it as a really good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the horror comes into play. The movie also receives criticism from the LGQTB community regarding the use and themes of. I don't necessarily know that that's fair though because well, of when it was made. I listen. Like in terms of the the labels like transsexual and things like that. Well, no no, it's not that. It it cuz oh, it paints it paints and and I'm going to like I I thought about this before I when I was doing my research. It uses an outdated dated label mm-hmm. of transsexual. Right. You know that's not a acceptable term now. The correct right. term is transgender. Transgender, yeah. But 
in referring to this character, he specifically said not to be truly transgender that yeah. he doesn't know what he is and he thinks because oh, right he's, yeah I he's thought the was wrong wrong he thinks it's because he's transgender but it's not so like the director fired back and said like he's not a gay character he's not a and he used the word transsexual which again oh, i don't feel comfortable good... using so i am right. going to use transgender right he's Same. not a transgender character um he's basically a sociopath like but that doesn't mean you can't also be transgender <laughs> right no but what the community was saying was you paint a transgender person to be this monster oh okay and he was saying he's not truly transgender okay. he's he's a monster but it's not right you know is it kind of like in shawshank when um andy indicates that boggs is homosexual and and red says you have to be human before you can be considered no because the whole thing with buffalo bill is is his systematic abuse that he endured in childhood Mm -hmm. left him confused about his identity and like basically left him an empty husk of a person so he's trying to find things to why he feels so wrong and in his mind it's because he's He's the wrong gender which is what Dr. Lecter says he's been denied from these five major surgery right, systems because right, right, right. he's not really like okay. psychiatrists have met with him, sociologists have met with him, psychiat- oh, psychologists okay. have messed with him. This man is not transgender. He just thinks he is. Okay. So he's coping with his issues thinking it's because of his gender issues, his gender. but it's not. But it's not. Okay. So the director was saying this character is not really part of this community. Right. Because right, he gotcha, thinks gotcha. he is. Mm-hmm. See, I was confused about that because I was like, are they just saying he's not? But yeah, he was evaluated and stuff like that. So I guess. But and it's like, it's like, that's why he's doing what he's doing. Right. Because if he just, if he was just his. He because was if he was actually transgender, if, he would have gotten approved for surgery. Well, it's not even that. If he's yeah. just questioning his gender identity. Right. He wouldn't be going to such extremes. Right. You have to be you have to be some kind of a psychopath, sociopath to reach that. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. I just I guess I was confused on the point. Um. So, yeah, in, in terms this movie does use the term transsexual, but I am going to refer to it as transgender. Same. Because I don't like that word. Yeah, it's outdated. Yes. Um, anyway, back to facts. Um, okay. So the producers or the studio, Orion Pictures, originally partnered with Gene Hackman to direct and possibly play Gene the role. Gene Hackman to direct? Yeah, of Crawford. Oh, wow. But when that fell through, Jonathan Demi was brought on to direct. Um, and Jodie Foster originally showed a lot of interest towards a role. The director wanted Michelle Pfeiffer at first, but she turned it down because mm-hmm. of the violence. They offered they offered it to Meg Ryan, who was like, nope. Meg Ryan should have done it. This could have changed her image for her. And um, they also wanted Laura, Laura Dern, but the studio didn't think she... Laura I Dern. love Laura, Laura Dern, too. I love her. She but the been great. studio didn't everything. think she was bankable at the time. Like, she wasn't, Aww. like, a big-name actress. I love her. Um, so my next facts come from the Mental Floss article, 18 Facts About the Silence of the Lambs, on its 30th anniversary by Roger Cormier, and it's just a couple facts. Okay. Um, it was 
Anthony Hopkins' idea to have Lecter wear white as it invokes the image of doctors and dentists. There you go. Who people already have a fear of. Yes. Which is so true. Nice. Because there's actually a syndrome called white coat hypertension. Oh, really? Like you see it in your blood pressure? Girl? Yes. <laughs> that people's blood pressures are elevated in the doctor's office. It's literally called white oh, coat hypertension. Wow. That is so funny. Yeah. Um, and Hannibal Lecter never says the line, hello, Clarice. Ah! <laughs> Contrary to what Kristen just told me right before the podcast started. I know, even though I just watched this line. The closest line is actually, good evening, Clarice. Clarice. Also, it's never, Luke, I am your father. It's, no, I am your father. That that was important. (laughs) It's just like, you know, when people misremember things. It's not mirror, mirror on the wall. It's magic mirror on the wall. Yeah. Mandela effect stuff. Oh, Yeah. I mean, that's just straight out mismer- misremembering. Yeah, but people will... I will die people- on the hill that the Berenstein Bears... <laughs> yep, the Berenstein Bears, yes. I will I do die too. on that hill. Me too. I definitely remember it being Berenstein And there's also Bears. something with, like, a Disney with, like... I think, like, Tinkerbell flying over the castle. I don't know. Doesn't she? I don't know. <laughs> I, I forget what it's about. Okay, never mind then. Is that is that the research? Oh no, no, no oh, well, one more. more. Sorry, no the worries. Moth on the poster mm-hmm. features a skull on the back of the moth, yeah. and the skull is made up of women. Oh. And it was actually taken from a photo of Salvador Dali in front of said skull. Oh, interesting. Yes, and I think it's interesting because it's such like a tiny detail. Yeah, like you wouldn't notice unless you're up close. Anyway, yeah, and yeah, that's it. All right, Silence of the Lambs. Let's do it. Okay, so like you. It opens on these woods, and it tells you that it's woods near Quantico, Virginia. And you get the title. Um, no, I think you get the title a little bit later. But um, Clarice, um, Jodie Foster, you don't know what her name is yet, but of course everybody knows her name. She's uh, running and climbing a rope. She's doing some kind of like, I, I put down as like a stamina test. She's, you know, it's revealed that she's in the FBI Academy. She's, she's running an obstacle course. Yeah. And here's my thing. Nobody's watching her do this. I know. My it's like, why been like, she... I'm just going around that net. Yeah. And I was like, does anybody know that she's here? Is she supposed to be here? Well, like, <laughs> I got the impression she was just like out training. And, yeah, like, I guess just on her own. I mean, she's wearing an FBI shirt, like sweatshirt. Yeah. Stuff. I kind of love how like the guy comes out and tells that Crawford wants her. He turns toward the camera and says, FBI. <laughs> and I was like, way to let me know, Jonathan Demi. <laughs> As if I didn't know where the what, what Quantico is. <laughs> yes, absolutely. For those of you who don't, that's where the FBI yes, is located. Yes, that's where the FBI um, so that guy tells her while she's running uh, the course that some guy, somebody named Crawford, who you kind of gather is a, you know, sort of bigger up, up the chain on, and on the FBI, excuse me, <laughs> that was bad, in uh, the FBI wants to see her. And um, she goes to find him. Um, she He's not in his office yet. She, sees she goes the- to find him and she doesn't change out of her sweaty ass clothes. Like she has visible sweat stains. Yes, I I know, but I kind of figured that she was like, well, he wants to see me right now, so I gotta go. I would have still taken the time to stop and showered. Okay. I don't know that I would have. (laughs) Um, She goes into his office. He's not there yet, and he's got all kinds of uh, Buffalo Bill, like, newspaper clippings on the wall. So you're sort of introduced to the idea that there is this serial killer that's skinning people on the wall. But when she's going in to see the boss, there's this great shot 
of her getting into the elevator and there's a bunch of like tall guys uh-huh. around her yeah and you get that very much boys club effect yeah she's, she's just so, like petite she's little so woman petite. yeah you know yeah absolutely that was cool it was a cool detail um so Crawford comes in and he tells her that she's doing well like she, it's obvious that she's like kind of a star student and he says that he has an interesting errand for her um and he wants her basically to go interview Hannibal Lecter who, who is, she then calls Hannibal the cannibal <laughs> oh yeah who which is like the perfect name for this guy if your name is going to be Hannibal and you're going to eat people come on now <laughs> I just feel bad for all the people now named Hannibal Who's named oh besides Hannibal Burris? That I, I know. I know I, I know a gentleman whose name is Hannibal. You do? I do. He was named after his great grandfather. He goes by Hank. He's also okay. a doctor. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Going by Hank is a good choice. That is a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, that poor guy. Well, so- it's a very Italian name. Okay. just saying i you italians i didn't even know it was italian i think it's italian well the 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 hannibal i know is italian maybe it's hannibalio or something like that now i'm gonna look up the name origin of hannibal so we're gonna find that all i get is the thing for the tv show hannibal which people (laughs) are like weirdly obsessed with. people really like it yeah i know people really like that show okay he was a yeah, he was a a commander of the forces of Carthage during the battle against oh, the Roman Republic. Okay. But I'm looking for the name origin. Okay. So while you're doing that, so basically Crawford says to her that they're interviewing serial killers as a part of a project. And so she want, he wants her to go talk to Hannibal Lecter, who is a known killer, obviously. He's in like a very maximum, maximum security prison. Oh, believe it or not, it's actually Hebrew in origin. Oh, there you go. But that makes sense because, you know, if it's a religious name, it would end up pretty much anywhere, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, la, la, la. Um, so she asks if there's a connection to Buffalo Bill. But there's he a says, Hannibal Potter. Sorry. <laughs> Is he a wizard, Harry? No. <laughs> You're a wizard, Hannibal. <laughs> You're a wizard, Hannibal. You're a Hannibal, Hannibal. Could you imagine Hannibal Potter, like, if she named him that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Back uh, to no, my notes. No worries. Uh, she, he, she asks if there's a connection to Buffalo Bill, but Crawford says no. Uh, and he warns her, like, to not let Hannibal inside her head. Like, don't tell him anything about yourself. Don't Which approach Which is hard class. because he's a psychiatrist. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's all about that. He's all about getting that. Um... So then she's with Chilton, who's this guy who runs. Yeah, she goes asylum. to the she goes to the asylum that he's at, and yeah. she meets with this Doctor Chilton, mm-hmm. who is a douche of the first degree. Yes, he's a horrible person. He kind of hits on Clarice. He like says, you know, we could go out to dinner or something like that. Yeah, he's like Baltimore can be a real fun city. Yeah, he's a trust ball. me from experience. The only fun thing about Baltimore is the aquarium. I don't know. I went to Oriole Stadium. That was fun. Camden Yards? Did you just call it Oriole Stadium? Yes. It's Camden Camden Yards. I'm a terrible. Okay. Oh my god, Kristen. I'm sorry. Kristen. I... Kristen. Yes, I went to Oriole Stadium That's and I ate some you pizza went to Met Stadium or something. Oh yeah. No, I forgot the name. I'm sorry. 
Ay, ay, ay. But uh, the Poe House was fun too. Did you go to the Poe House? No. I went to the aquarium. It's fun. It's tiny. Most most historical houses are, I've discovered. True. You should have gone. It's not like I'm never going to be down in Maryland again. That's true. That is very, very true. Anyway. Um, so, so the aquarium's closed at night, so I don't know what he was offering to do with her, to be honest. I sounded like sex, but I mean, I would would be more up for the aquarium. That was the goal, certainly. (laughs) I'd be like, but then aquarium? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I really like aquariums. (laughs) And zoos. Alrighty. Now you know what to offer. If I'm ever ever in your city doing an interview with a (laughs) psychopath. Exactly. Sex, then. Well, no, 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 no. Aquarium or zoo? (laughs) No sex? No sex. Aquarium is though. All right. Um, Chilton Chilton mentions that Lecter thinks that Chilton is his enemy. Yeah, which he is. He is, but Chilton's like, we're just trying to help him. No, you're not. He's a, he's like a, he like tortures him, which is weird and all stuff. Anyway. So, yeah, so that she, he takes her down to see Hannibal Lecter, goes down into this, part of the place which has a bunch of um security guards and then she says i think it'd be better if i go in alone and then he's like well you just wasted all my time bringing you down here which is like he's such a sleaze yeah but then she kind of smooths it over and she's like but then i would have been robbed of your company yeah the, like the pleasure of your company it's like terrible so um they have to they remind her like don't you know approach the glass don't you know don't take anything if he offers you anything don't take it don't give him anything don't give besides him anything. like paper yeah and soft things yeah she meets barney who seems like a nice guy he does he's one of like i guess an orderly i would call yeah. him and he says i put out a chair for you i know it was so sweet he was so sweet um this place is 100 percent not up to code it's like a dank <laughs> basement it is i'm like sitting there and i'm like where's the joint commission like this is a hospital right like, yeah it's mental hospital like, yeah like it's terrible yeah it was um it's like brick yeah and damp and weird yeah and there's a couple other gentlemen well gentlemen's not the correct word yeah no. there's a couple of other men in cells before hannibal yeah like really bad offenders right like, or cra- um, crazy and well, one of them crazy, one of the migs makes people. a very nasty comment to clarice yes and hannibal hannibal when she gets over to his cell mm-hmm. he's behind a plastic or glass shield yes. with like air holes in it yeah and he seems almost like gentlemanly yes after the other prisoners because other prisoners were either well it's not at her or like hobbled up in like a hole and yeah just, like, it's not rocking. hard to be more gentlemanly than than they are but the, he's like the very bar, refined the bar was very low but he's still very refined and very polite and yeah. yeah. Um and he calls and he tells her the man next door's name is Megs, and he mentions that he can smell like the skin cream she uses and mm-hmm. like, you know, the exact brand and stuff. So you get this idea that he was very sophisticated. Yes. Uh she comments on his drawings on his walls. Yes, and he's very talented. <laughs> yeah. So again, you get you get the idea that this was a man who came from the finer things in life yes prior to being in prison absolutely um he ends up like making clarice say to him what meg said to her which 
we won't repeat but um like it's a part of establishing trust or some weird manipulation crap that he's doing um and this whole thing is shot with the first meeting with hannibal because we get when they start talking to each other we get very call and response from both of them yes and they're the only ones on the screen right so it's like not it's shot like as a conversation but not a conversation yeah like it, it proves like like I don't know how to like say it. It like shows like the isolation and like the separate. Yeah, how how them. they are separate. So like she's on screen, then he's on screen, right? Then right. They're Without not having together. to show the whole like effect of the cell and the plastic. Everything. Right. Time. Right. Yeah, that definitely comes through. And he says that he knows that she came from Crawford. Asks for her credentials. He's very smart. He notices that her credentials are going to expire in a week, and says like, "You're not real FBI." And so she has to admit that she's in training and he can't believe that they sent him a trainee. Um, But he invites her to talk because I think they had intimated before that he like usually doesn't really engage with these people. Yes. Crawford had said to her, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't get anything for him, but like just take notes of everything like you see or he might say to you. Right. But he takes an interest in her. So he invites her to talk. Um. So then he said, asked her to repeat what Mig said um, and does the whole, he smells whatever. Um, and she, they talked together about Buffalo Bill. He asks why they gave him the name Buffalo Bill. Uh, Which we learned that the Kansas City cops are real fucking assholes yes, too. Yes, it, This is again a sort of a vulgar saying, but it has to do with him skinning them and them being compared to animals um and uh she's mentioned something about oh this is a great scene a great part when she's like he keeps the skin as trophies yeah you know that's what serial killers do they keep trophies and hannibal's like i didn't, didn't and she's yeah. like yeah because you ate them <laughs> yeah you ate yours <laughs> and he's like yeah you're not wrong <laughs> oh, no he doesn't deny it at all um, and she basically says that they have a questionnaire for him and right. puts it in the little slot so he can get it. Right. And that sets Hannibal off. And yeah. He starts like, deteriorating, not deteriorating, but he starts like mimicking her accent and right. implies that she's like white trash. Yeah. Poor white trash. And he says all of these things about her life. Like your father was this and this is where you came from. And this is why you want to get away and be in the FBI and like basically just manipulating her. Um, by trying to call out her traits but she gives it right back to him because yeah. she tells him that he should point that um introspection, introspection towards himself, towards himself yeah. which is when we get the famous line a census trait taker tried to test yes. me once and i ate his liver with the nice canteens of fava beans some fava beans and then he does this weird slurpy thing which i never got i i just please don't i did i did it already i'll do it once and that's it <laughs> i just never got that yeah it's weird he's just being gross no, I don't think it's that. I, I, I don't know. It, it, and he it, only does it the one time, right? Like me. <laughs> um, census taker. So then Clarice goes to leave, and as yes. she's leaving, Migs throws yeah, Migs throws bodily fluids on her. Yes, and it's only bodily fluids that a man can produce. So we'll let you. Yes. We'll let you make your own assumptions it's, if you haven't seen this movie about what that is. It's not good, but it shocks hannibal like he is disgusted by what migs did and he like apologizes to her and he's like 
he shouldn't have done that to you. Right. And because that happened, she he tells her to seek out an old patient of yes. his called Miss Moffat. Yeah, M-O-F-E-T, yes. Moffat. Um, and the whole time it's very unnerving because all like once it happens, like the, the entire cell block, like they start freaking out yeah. and he's like, he brings her back and he yells at her. And it's funny that he gets shocked at something like, <laughs> well, cause to him it's considered ungentlemanly, but you know? eating people like by biting their faces and shit. Is that, that's, that's some weird. She uh, did not think to provoke Mix. Yeah, you know, that's true. That's you know, also true. I guess in Hannibal's mind, like the people, like the census taker, that's why he ate him. Yeah, the guards, the nurses he attacked. You know, it's yeah. because they're restraining him against his will. Like you know, yeah. He's in his mind. Clarice didn't deserve what Migs did to her. Right? Does it make that, you like, feel weird that you understand what's happening? In his well, mind? no. I, I guess maybe because I watched Hannibal. No, you're right, and I've read the books. Yeah, yeah like, you are right. He's presented as like this gentleman, like right. you know, and he has this sense of decorum. Dec- yes, <laughs> you know, for yeah. lack of a better word, right? He's that true, like that weird dichotomy of. But you even see it at the end of this movie when he's like, "I'm not going to go after you, Clarice. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for me to go after you." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I was just kidding because you kept saying in his mind, and I was like, "Who wants to be in his mind?" <laughs> So as Clarice is leaving the hospital, uh, the mental the asylum, yeah. she has some flashbacks to her childhood, and we learn that her father is a sh- was was a, a sheriff. sheriff, yeah, and that they they loved each other. She it's like a flashback of him of her welcoming him, welcoming him home, and it seems very She's nice, like, Daddy. I know. <laughs> Um, and then when you cut back to her, she's just sobbing by her car because it was a lot. Yeah. You know, she held her own, but yeah, it's tough. It was a lot to deal with. Um, so and then we get more FBI training scenes. Yeah. She gets killed. In yeah, quote unquote, because she didn't check the corner. And you know what annoys me about this scene what? is her partner is this guy, and he does the same thing. He doesn't check yeah, the corner either. Yeah, he doesn't either. check the corner either. And the instructor's like, "Good job, John. Give me a handshake." <laughs> I know, but it Clarice, could- you're dead, you stupid bitch. <laughs> I know, I know, but that that was probably to show because she, you know, is uh, she faces more difficulty as a petite woman, like trying to do all this stuff. I was like, why didn't he get yelled at for not checking? I know, his mind? It was bullshit. Or his sex. It's a sex, right? Yeah, yeah I think it's sex. Sex, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so then she gets... She's training with one of her, her friends, a girl. Um, yeah. And they're doing, like, some light research on Hannibal. Right. And she f- f- hears from Carford and find out that Migs died. Died. That like, he swallowed his, his own, own tongue, tongue after Hannibal had been whispering to him. Yeah, like died. torturing him, whispering, whispering, whispering. And Clarice mentions that she figured something out. He made a comment mm-hmm. and said yourself. And she's like, that's too hokey for him. Mm-hmm. And realizes he's referring to something called yourself storage, storage in Baltimore. Yeah. Right. Um, and then- this is a really like tense scene. Yes. Oh my God. When she goes to the and storage I think unit, I think it's very underrated. Yes. Yeah. It is. It is because so she, she goes, goes to the storage unit. She finds out it was rented by a a, a Miss Moffat. Moffat. Yeah, Hester Moffat. Yeah, I Hester think it Moffitt. was. And her and the owner can't get the door all the way up. So she, yeah, because it hasn't been open since 1981. Right. <laughs> so she jacks it up and to crawl underneath. 
Yeah. And it's just... Is it like, is it going to fall on her? Yes. She, she literally gives the guy her card in case anything happens yes, to and, her. And says, the Baltimore FBI office yeah, knows so. I'm here, mm-hmm. knows you're with me. If anything happens, call them. Yeah. And it's like, she goes in with just a flashlight and we only get a little bit of light coming yeah. under the door. It's, it's real it's creepy. It's a very tense scene. It's real creepy. And, and like, I feel like people don't talk about this scene. Like, you get like, yeah. the end fight and you get the Hannibal Lecter escape and scene. Yeah. But this is like, you know, because this is like something you've experienced in your life like being in you've the, been in your garage or like you, in the dark or, and, or in your basement in in the dark right. and the lights aren't working or you just have a flashlight so right right of course i don't know seems except, like that always make me like yeah except it's also you're in the dark with a flashlight in a serial killer's right. little garage <laughs> and you're kind of seeing all of his stuff and there's a full-on hearse in there no which i was like how do you how big is a storage unit it looks like you could have driven a car yeah there. yeah so Clarice finds this hearse and, um, oh, she also cuts herself getting yeah, in. Yeah, getting in. So she needs a tetanus shot now. <laughs> um, and she opens the hearse door and I thought it was a mannequin at first, but it's a body. Which one? It, it, isn't it a body sitting in, in the backseat or is it just a mannequin? Oh, I think it's just a mannequin. It is just a yeah, mannequin. When she I couldn't tell because then she mentioned that the body was dressed in like women's clothes. And I was like, I thought that was a mannequin. But I'm pretty sure I saw like the neck right part. had a hole, like a, yeah. a peg hole. And then she's, you know, reveals the head right. in the jar. So she's in the hearse. She finds this mannequin or something, but she lifts up cloth and finds somebody's head. Yeah, and it's a male head, but he's wearing like very garish makeup. Right. Um, And she goes running to Dr. Lecter. Like, yeah, running. it's like and I said, aren't visiting hours over? I know Cause Cause it's like, like the middle of the night. Yeah, it's like dark out. And she's like there. <laughs> I know it's very convenient. Um, So she goes and tells him, like, I understand your anagram. Hester Moffat was the rest of me. Right. Um, So that she would find the head. Um, and at first in his cell, it's dark and you can't see him, but he talks to her. So that's a well, little, you creepy. can't see him and he pushes out the thing oh, right, with the right, towel right. and it's like, it's because her hair is wet. Okay. It's been raining. Right. And I know it sounds silly, but this reminds me of Jurassic Park. Okay. Because in this scene where they're stopped outside the T-Rex paddock for the first time. Okay. And all of a sudden one of the kids notices that the goat's gone. Uh-huh. And then you see the T-Rex and it, it reminded me of this, like, she's looking through the glass and she can't see him see and it's him. dark and everything. And I'm like, ooh. Yeah, no, creepy. I get that. That makes sense. That comparison makes sense. Yeah. And he shoves like this towel at her because it's been raining. And the lights do go on. He's just sort of sitting there on the ground and he has this television pointed at him. Um, and... Uh, like Lecter won't tell her about the head. Um, Clarice notices that his pictures have been taken down. Oh right, she and, notices that, and he says it's a little punishment um, for Migs. Um, and he won't tell her about the head. He ends up telling her that the head was this guy named Ben Raspill, who was a patient of his. Right, and he describes him as a sexual deviant. Yes. Uh, Hannibal also questions Crawford' interest in Clarice, right, and indicates like, that they he that wants he to just fuck wants her. to sleep with her, right? So vulgar, Kristen. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> just wants to sleep with her. Well, honestly, like when you were when you were holding back on like what Mig said and stuff, I was like, I don't know. I would have just said it, but okay. We'll no, be, no, I, I don't we'll like. Be nice. I don't like that word. That word doesn't bother me. I don't understand why it bothers me. No, I, I don't like that word personally, but that's just me. Anyway, so he kind of he also says that this beheading was like a fledgling killer's first attempt. Um. And, you know, then I have all the stuff about the drawing. Oh, and he says, he says, I'll tell you about this guy if you can arrange for me, because I know you're not going to let me free. I want to be moved to a state hospital. I I want to be moved out of Chilton's purview. I want a window <laughs> so that I can see out into the world. And he'll profile Bill for her if she gets this stuff and he gets moved. So, um, so f- then you cut to Memphis, Tennessee, and you see this girl driving in her car, and she's just, it's nighttime, and she just seems really happy. She's singing along to a David Bowie song and, like, grooving and everything. For Grey's Anatomy's fans, it is Dr. Han. Oh, she's on Grey's Anatomy? She was on Grey's Anatomy oh, for, like, half a season, maybe a full season. Oh, interesting. Okay, I never watched She left like abruptly. It. Like abruptly, didn't like, they literally, all do that? No, 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 no. Like literally, just left the hospital one day, and never came back. Oh, interesting. Yeah, all right. And everyone's like, "What happened?" And everyone's like, "She got she kidnapped by Buffalo Bill." Um, so there's then you all all of a sudden it switches to like night vision of her. So somebody like somebody puts on night vision goggles and is watching like her get out of her car. She pulls into her like her. Um, her apartment complex and like talks to her cat through the window and it's very sweet and all of this stuff. Um, so then she gets out of the car and all of a sudden sees that this man is struggling to put a couch in the back of a van and, seems and this a little is why disabled. we don't help strangers. No, no because his, his hand is like in a cast. His oh, arm okay. Is, like, I, didn't, I didn't really clock right. that, but I knew that, no, that she says it looks like you're a little bit disabled or something. Um, but yeah, no, this is how Ted Bundy got people too. So, do not you don't have to help a stranger like if you you know if it's nighttime and they seem like they're gr- uh, forget like you- forget about nighttime first of all you don't have to help anyone you actually know because this is how right. women get killed every day yeah because it's that idea of you owe me something right you know right yeah to quote the my favorite murder ladies fuck politeness you don't have to do this <laughs> um but she goes to help him out and she puts down like her groceries or whatever and the way he does this is he makes her take the end of the couch that's going into the van so he essentially makes her go up into the van and shoves the couch at her gets in the van and just punches her a bunch and uh, first he asks what size she wears oh she said he goes are you like a 14 yeah um and she goes what and then he punches her uh and then he like cuts up the back of her shirt and marvels at her skin it's all very creepy um and drives away with her um leaving the poor kitty i know poor cat um so you're back at the uh fbi academy and clarice is just exercising or doing whatever excuse me are you okay yeah no i just had yeah um doing whatever she's supposed to be doing she gets called out to see crawford again um, and they're gonna go to uh West Virginia because there's been a body found there. Um 
And when they're on their way, he talks about how Buffalo Bill keeps his victims alive for three days. Um, then he shoots them, skins them, and dumps them. And he asks, he he tests Clarice to profile him. She's like, he's white. He's in his 40s. He's got, you know, relatively strong build. He'll keep doing this because now he has a taste for it. Uh, and Crossford, Crawford has been considering Lecter's offer. Um, and she says, I wish I would have been in on your scheme because she realizes that they sent her there with this specific purpose. And he goes, I could not have sent you in with an agenda because he would have known right away. So, you want to go? Because I feel like I'm done. <laughs> you, you just kept going. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had things to well, say. You, you just kept going. You did? Yeah. No, you can interrupt interrupt no, me no, at my, any point. My favorite part is when she's like, well, he's a white male. And I went, they usually are. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they are. They do. Oh, interrupt me at any point, please. <laughs> anyway, so they get to where they're going, West Virginia, to funeral home. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of freaking people around this funeral yeah, home. Yeah, seriously. And they get in. There's a lot of cops. I guess they're the sheriff's office. Yeah. For a lot of a better word well mm. not for lack of a better word they're the sheriff's office yeah and um crawford and the sheriff start talking and the sheriff starts talking about the body and crawford right. kind of gets very misogynistic yes. almost yeah and he's like sir there's a lady in here we need yeah. to go talk in private right and clarice gets visibly upset yeah because she should which she rightfully should um so Clarice has this flashback to her father's funeral. Mm-hmm. So we find out daddy died when she was little. Yes. And eventually they all come out and they go into the room where the body is. Right. And Clarice actually stands up. Well, yeah, because she's already standing. They're making all kinds of noise and Crawford right. is trying to like set up a three-way call or some Six-way crap. call. Six-way call. He can't make it happen. So she stands up and says, look, guys, we understand that, you know, we, we know that the victim's family would be very happy to know that you made them comfortable and all of this and that, but now we have to take it, it care she's of She's like, this. get the fuck out of here. Yeah, basically. It's very professionally and politely says, get the fuck out. So we get... um. We get kind of not an autopsy scene, but right. an examination of the body scene. Yes. And they're kind of, Clarice is kind of shook up mm-hmm. by the body. Yeah. Seeing the body kind of like shakes her a little bit. Yeah. Which I'm assuming it's the first dead body she's ever really seen. Probably. Yeah. Besides, I mean, besides like her father in their funeral home. But like, that's the first different. That's victim. definitely different. Yeah. Uh, she mentions that the girl is definitely not from around here, mm-hmm. that she seems more town than right. these people because she's got three earrings and her nails are glittery. Yeah. And they notice something in her throat. Yes, Clarice does. Right. Notices that from a picture, like that there's something in her throat. Yeah. And they, the, I guess the funeral home guy is like, well, normally, sweetheart, when people are pulled out of the river, there's lots of things in the mouth. Yeah. But when they pull it out, it's a cocoon. And the guy's like, yeah, there's no way that could have happened. Yeah, it was really that weird. Was, that was wedged down there. It was definitely really weird and creepy when they pulled it out. Um, they also noticed that her back. Right. Oh, it's a cocoon. Okay. Her back was had skin cut out in diamonds. In diamond shapes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So then they... Um, uh, then she ends up going to these like sort of i don't know the word think, for it insect think, scientists oh um bugs i put call them bugs i want to say etymologist etymologist yeah. that makes sense i think that might be um it. i think they work out of the smithsonian yes that's where it looks like they are right and they're playing like checkers or chess with live beetles 
um and it's it's a little bit weird and uh she she sees them before they see her and she you know makes some crack about the beatles and so they kind of look up at her they kind of seem a little bit like relaxed because she kind of joked around with them a little bit and uh one asks her out because god forbid jodie foster not get hit on for two seconds in this film and um they uh dissect them off a little bit no they open the cocoon oh, they they don't open the co- yeah they open the cocoon Sorry. and the moth has a very distinctive pattern on its uh thorax yes and they mention that it is the death head moth the yeah. asian it's an asian death head moth and then we um we go to somebody who has a lot of moths yes and it turns out it's, it's it's turns out it's buffalo bill mm-hmm. and he's got like dress forms and like clothes yeah, up mannequins everywhere right? and he is so naked yes, which is not a good sitting. idea yeah i would imagine i mean listen people cooking naked sewing naked there's a bunch of things you should not do naked yeah but anything that involves <laughs> sharp pins and like yeah no not a good not a good idea and flash no um, and then you see also that he has this little puppy baby who I was like, oh, God, this dog better live. Um, <laughs> and we hear someone screaming in the background. Yes, and we see, we see it's the girl who was abducted before. And she's like in an, an oublet. What is that? What? An oublet. An oublet? An oublet. Isn't is that, that how you say it? Have you ever seen Labyrinth? Pan's Labyrinth? Oh no! Oh, Labyrinth, Labyrinth. If I said, um, if I said, sorry, I watched it with you, but yes. I don't remember. I don't remember that. anything. It's a place for forgetting. Crazy. I just thought of it as a well. <laughs> Nubilet, a secret dungeon with access only through a trapdoor in its ceiling. Okay, it's Nubilet. <laughs> Learn something new or something that you should. I don't known think if I, I don't know if I'm saying it right. It's a French term. Nubilet. No, it might no. Pronounce oublet. Oublet is a French term for the the verb oublier or to forget. It was so named because a prisoner was thrown down into one and then forgotten. They say in Labyrinth she gets thrown down in oublet, and she's like, "Where am I?" They're like, "It's an oublet," and they're like, "What is this?" And she's like, "It's they said it's a place to get forgotten or something." I forgot. I apologize. Oublet pronunciation. Oubliette. Yep, Oubliette. Right. Look at that. Bam. There you go. French. <laughs> I speak French now. Oui, oui. <laughs> Garçon. So, yeah. So, um, ca- Garçon. <laughs> Just like throw out Garçon. Because it's a French. <laughs> that, that's like literally all three French words I know. Baguette. <laughs> Baguette. Oh, my goodness. Um, so her, you find out that her name is Catherine Martin. She's the daughter of a junior senator. Right. And we find this out because her mother is making an impassioned play and the FBI students are watching this and they mention what she's doing is very smart Yes, because she keeps on humanizing Catherine. Keeps saying her name, keeps making it so that you would need to empathize with her instead of viewing her as an object. Um, uh, I can't find my, sorry. So Clarice is going back to see Hannibal and Chilton is pissed. He's not looped in. Right. He's like, he's my prisoner. This is my institution. Right. I should be on top of this. What the fuck is wrong with you? He's, he's the worst. And Clarice is just like, please leave. Yes. Like, get out of my investigation. 
Um, so she goes back to Dr. Lecter and um, uh, she says that the senator um, has made a deal that she'll get him uh, that she'll get him transferred to a state hospital and that once a year he can go to this plum island um and go swim on the beaches and do you know see where plum island is not exactly but they i know that they call it something else it's later off the co- coast of long island it is yeah no okay it's off the north fork there's well. an animal research facility on there do, do, do you remember the montauk um monster yeah i know about people like, were saying it. It, it had come from there okay um, that they were doing experiments on. Oh, it. so is that a part of like um, MK Ultra lore and stuff like that? Because no, I, I know, know that had to do with so. Mod Talk. Plum Island. Yeah, it's right outside. Of, it's right off of Southold. Oh, interesting. Literally right off of Orient. See. Oh wow! Yeah, so he would have been close to us <laughs> if, the, if we think. Um, but anyway, so uh, she, she says that. Um, he has to agree to this. The terms are final. And if Catherine dies, he gets nothing. So um, he says to her, I'll do this, but you have to tell me about yourself. So I'll tell you about Buffalo Bill. But like whenever I ask you a question about yourself, you have to tell me. Right. Um, so then yeah. he starts off with a real hard question. Yeah. He's like, What's your worst childhood memory? I was yeah. like, Jesus, dude, you could have asked me what my favorite color was. Seriously. But of course, he's going to start with your worst memory. And she, right off the bat, says it's when her father died. Her father died. And he was gunned down, basically. He surprised two burglar- burglars. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and, and they didn't get thrown in an oobalette. Oobalette. <laughs> Um, then he talks about the like Sesame Street word of the day. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oobalette. This, this word is brought to you by the letter O. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so then he talks about the moth symbolizing change and that Buffalo Bill wants to change himself. He also asks, before this, he asks if the girls were plus sized. Oh, right. I I didn't ask In fact, he goes, roomy in the hips. In the hips. Yeah, and this this movie definitely has a different idea of like what constitutes like a bigger person and like all of this stuff because I think I the connotation of like a size fourteen is like an average size for a person and I think we recognize right, that right more at today. the end when she he was like oh she, was she a big, great big fat girl and I was yes. like, she wasn't that big <laughs> yeah no not at all and and Clarice goes she was a big girl yes and I was like I wouldn't. Okay, that's Say easy that coming from you, girl. Jodie Foster, size Seri- five. Like, seriously. Like five foot with no shoes on. Or yeah, like, so they definitely had like a different like fat shaming, you know, protocol. But it also then. goes like with the Hollywood. like you Yeah, know, absolutely, absolutely. Hollywood and fashion. It's, I like, just noticed that because like. The plus size models are size eight. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Like they just intimate that she was like a big girl and i'm like i don't know that i'd say that about a size 14 i mean trust me our next movie features a big person and yes i would describe is. them as a big person yes absolutely um so uh then he's he continues to ask her about her child like he says what happened after you got orphaned because she says her mother had died also before her father and she said that she goes to stay on a cousin's ranch in montana and that's, and he goes, like, I think he might say, you know, what happened? Oh, yeah, she, he asked if she was raped. Oh, if she was raped. And he, yeah. she was like, no, her cousin was a, is it, was a decent man. Yeah. Uh, but she, but he doesn't say, were you raped? He uses like the terms fellatio and like yeah. sodomized and right. stuff like that. And He's, it's like, 
clinical terms almost but like yes, he's but like he, trying to throw her off to see how she reacts yes and, and he's also trying to shock her a little bit by being very specific about yeah because that's acts. not the first thing you ask someone yeah no. it's like i got sent to live with my cousin it didn't work out and it's like oh did he rape you yeah <laughs> like no oh really yeah well no it's terrible but she says that she ran away uh, and and that's when he asks all of that stuff. Um, and then then this is when he says that Buffalo Bill is not really trans, but thinks that he is because right. he doesn't know what a, his identity is. And that he was abused as a child, and that's how he lost his identity. And he tells her to look at the three major hospitals for at that time gender reassignment yes. surgery, mm-hmm. um, and that he probably would have de- been denied by, all if not them. one, but all three of them. All of them, yeah. Um, and we see Chilton is listening in on the conversation mm-hmm. because he's a douche. He's a douchebag. So then you cut to Buffalo Bill. He's got his little dog with him. And I put a little frowny face every time because I didn't want him to have a dog that he could love. Um, he's looking down at the hole and he says the kind of famous line, it rubs the lotion on itself. It puts the lotion it rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. The hose again, yeah. Um, but the fact that he's referring to her as it. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. And the she, dog's name is Precious, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, the dog's name is Precious. Played by the dog named Darla. <laughs> uh, so Catherine is not. She rubs the lotion on the skin, skin you know, after he kind of flips out at her because she's yeah. like crying and begging him and he just like he's like put the fucking lotion yeah, he on. loses it he's like put it on put it on he's like trying to be weird and creepy but then she won't shut up so he yells at her so when he's pulling the lotion back up she yeah. sees on the walls of the oubelette um fingernails there's like and bloody blood fingernails and she just starts screaming and buffalo bill's response is to start screaming along with her yeah which is like, <laughs> like i know he's her like, like her screams are like screams are real hard and he's just like ugh. and i would just like to say because this is like the first time you really clearly see ted levine as buffalo bill as a big monk fan ted levine plays like <gasps> captain stottlemyre oh on monk and the first time that i saw this movie i was like oh my god it's captain stottlemyre i don't know what to do because he's so wholesome on monk <laughs> oh oh you didn't realize that? my god no <laughs> yeah i will say when we get to our movie for next week i'll tell you what i realized okay and i was like oh my god oh, Kristen, you, you didn't realize that no oh my god isn't it crazy oh my god <laughs> i'm oh, like no. putting a mustache on him i know like, you put a mustache <laughs> on him there he is and his voice and is like pretty- push back his hair yep oh my god <laughs> i just shocked megan <laughs> I'm gonna need a minute. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll go ahead. Um, so yeah, so he she sees the bloody claw marks, and then um, Chilton. You cut to Chilton like talking to Lecter. He's Lecter is actually in that like little wheelie thing that they they strap him into, and part of the mask. Um, so that's why Chilton is actually in the cage with him. And he's, like, tormenting him. He's like, you know that that wasn't actually a real offer. Uh, You're not going anywhere. Like, all of this stuff. And then Hannibal keeps looking at his this pen that he has. Mm -hmm. Um, And... And he's... And Chilton's trying to get the identity of Buffalo Bill. He says his first name is Lewis. Um, And then you cut to Crawford, who's at... 
Oh, I'm so sorry. I may not. Oh, I wasn't even realizing. I wasn't even realizing. I was just, I was just conversating. You were, you were like, you were like this, and I'm like, oh, I feel bad for her back. <laughs> oh, I feel okay. Uh, thank you, though. Um, so uh, then we cut to Crawford, and he's talking to like the senator's people, and she's really angry because it was a phony offer, and um, she didn't authorize that. Right. So she authorizes the deal with Chilton. Yes. And. Hannibal gets to go to Memphis and somebody from the Justice Department has taken over the investigation. Right. So Hannibal goes to Memphis and you see him in the iconic mask and strapped into the wheelie thing and he's brought up to the senator who's standing there and like looking at him. She's horrifying him. I just don't understand why they flew. They agreed to fly him all the way to Memphis to give a name. I know. It's like it's like weirdly performative. Um did they take him down to Graceland? <laughs> <laughs> they let him see, you know, the sights in Tennessee. Um, They're like, we'll take you on the tour of Elvis. <laughs> yeah. So um, Chilton is supposed to sign this deal that he made, but he can't find his pen. Um, no, he's supposed to sign the legal transfer. Oh, of the, the prisoner. legal transfer of the prisoner, but he can't find his pen. Uh, Lecter meets with the senator. Um he says he doesn't need, you know, she presents him with the new terms of the new deal. Right. And he's like, I trust you. All that matters is getting Catherine home safe. I, I can't believe the FBI would do something so deceitful. My heart, bless me. <laughs> By the way, did you breastfeed your daughter? <laughs> yes, I know. Well, I think he, he says um, that the Buffalo Bill's name is Lewis Friend. Yes, he he gives the name as Lewis Friend. Yeah. And that he was the lover of Ben Rasphill, Raspill, who, who was the head in the hearse. And said that he was a, that he, does he say that he was a patient? No, he wasn't a patient. Or that like Ben referred him to. Yeah, like he met him once. Yeah, he met him that one time. Uh, and then he says, asks if she breastfed Catherine. Um, and it's really weird. And then he makes a crack about like, he says something about like when you have phantom limbs. He says that um, with amputees uh, that they can often feel pain in the yeah. limbs that are been gone. And he goes, "I wonder when Catherine's laid out on the slab where you will feel it." Like, yeah, implying that there is some connection still because she was breastfed, right? And it's just gross and horrible. Yeah. And then as the the ser- senator senator is walking away, he goes, <laughs> "By the way, nice suit." I know. I wrote LOL. Hannibal Hannibal appreciates it. <laughs> Yes, and they just cut on that. Um, so then uh, Clarice goes to see Lecter in Tennessee. And she only manages to get in because Chilton's out there bragging to the reporters about how good he is. Right, he's so gross. He's like, the name's Chilton. C-H-I-L-T-O-N. Chilton. And that just so kept making me think of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> um but yeah he's like they actually give him a really nice setup i know I really, he's like in like an art hall and yeah and he's like in this this full-on cage with this nice bed yeah and a nice desk yeah and um she goes to see him and, and she, he says good evening clarice not hello there clarice. we go he says good evening clarice yep and um she tells him like lewis friend is an acronym yes yeah, no it's not an acronym. Oh. It's an anagram. Anagram, excuse me. She goes, it's iron sulfite or whatever yeah, it is. She's like, that's fool's, fool's gold. gold. So in the book, the guy's name was given as William Rubin. Okay. William Billy Rubin. Okay. Billy Rubin is a substance that's produced in your body. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
she, she brings him his drawings back. And then he says to her, Anthrax Island, meaning that Plum Island must be known that way. Well, because, I mean, I haven't read up enough on Plum Island, but I know yeah, there's I like know. history there. Yeah, with like um, there's research centers testing. and yeah. Yeah, so he's like, that's very, um, you know, that was very good of you, Clarice, or whatever, sarcastically. Um, and he tells her that Bill covets. Yeah. He mentions that Bill covets. Well, yeah, he he asks her why she thinks Buffalo Bill kills and then talks about the fact that he covets things that he sees, you know, every day. No, he says he covets and he oh. goes, and how do we covet? And it's oh. like, and she's like, it's things we see. Yeah. Um, but then he wants more from her. So he asks about why she left the farm. Right. And this is when we get her telling him about the spring lamb slaughter. Right. And she woke up to the screaming of the lambs. Yep, and that's why it's called the silent. She tried to run away with one of the lambs, and she didn't make it. And the cousin sent her away. Yep, and the lamb got slaughtered. Yeah, and Hannibal basically says, "Are you hoping that if you find Catherine, the lambs will stop screaming and be silent?" Um, Yes. Uh, implying that Clarice kind of has almost like a hero complex that she needs to be out there. She needs to save the innocent. Right. And she also needs to just help herself. Right. Forget this terrible memory. Um, but then people come in to take her away. She's yeah. Not supposed to she's be not there. really supposed to be there. Yeah. And he touches her. Like, yeah, he, touches he hands her, f- her the file and yeah. he like rubs her finger. Yeah. It's really creepy. Yeah. But she can't get the name out of him. She keeps saying, what's his name? What's his name? Can't get the name out of him. Uh, and then they cut to Lecter Cell again. probably starts one of the most famous scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made the, slightly infamous by The Office. I can't remember. I okay, don't know if when I've we, seen when that we get one. to the part. Uh, I've seen, a, I've been watching The Office more lately, but I don't know if I've seen that one. Um, so you see his, uh, the drawings in his cell, and he's drawn um, this like religious looking picture of Clarice holding a lamb. And these guards are bringing him a second dinner that he requested of lamb chops, extremely rare, which I don't know why they would give him a second dinner. Maybe he's, he's a hobbit. If he's, <laughs> if he's already been fed, they what don't. What about second breakfast, Pips? <laughs> if he's already been fed, then they don't owe him anything else. Like, why are I don't they... know. Maybe the center is like, just give him whatever he wants. I guess. But, uh... So they bring it for him and they say it's the same routine as last time. They put down the lamb chops and they open up the cell and they, they make, well, before they open the cell, they make him lean down and, and handcuff him to the cell. But he pulls out something that I guess was from the pen. Yes. It was like a piece from the pen that he yeah. now uses to pick the handcuffs. Yeah. So when they go in and bring he him the tricks, food. He basically has the officer put his drawings next to him. Yeah. And when he or puts the food next to him mm-hmm. and when he leans down to pick up the food again, he handcuffs one of the officers. Yeah. And then beats the shit I know. out of the other officer. He yeah. like bites his tongue. Yeah, he goes after his face. Yeah, and he just he like, like me- <laughs> it's so gross. Well, what? I'm just I'm just saying. Okay, so when he during this scene, he literally mm-hmm. like starts gnawing on this guy's face, and then yeah. he takes out the the chemical mace and sprays it in his yes. eyes, and is like, oh, he wanted a little pepper. Yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> it's like a little seasoning. It's not spicy enough. <laughs> um so (laughs) then he like um does he 
beat yeah, then he beats yeah, he the officer the who's handcuffed and, beats and he beats him to death um and after he's done doing this he's like covered in blood and he's like dancing yeah. to music and you hear the yeah. other officer making a lot of noise as he's trying to crawl right away, which, yeah you know i would pretend to be dead and like like every yeah summer. yeah <laughs> no it's bad um, but he goes after him with a knife yes and the officers on the lower floors realize that the elevator's going up to the fifth floor right and nobody make... shouldn't be going up there right of course and then it starts coming down again mm-hmm. um, so they make the decision to go up and find out what's going on because they can't get the other cops on the right thing. right right and see if i was a cop i would be like yeah i'm good I'll, i'm just gonna watch the yeah. door I'm you guys be, yeah absolutely you guys go that's gonna be my job <laughs> and if, if he comes running out here wanting to leave i'll be like yeah dude go 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 right. i'm not stopping yeah <laughs> no you're good it's stop yeah so they they go into the elevator and then they notice there's blood dripping from the ceiling no of the elevator no oh that's later oh sorry the elevator's empty so they go to the room that he's being held in mm. and he had taken one of the police officers and strung oh him yeah up. this happens before like he yes, looks like an angel like, right it's and, like, really weird that, like almost like those like fourth of july buntings that yes. you find yeah around him and like his stomach cavity was all open yes. oh it's gross and he's like backlit i was like he really had time to set this up yeah he's like, like how can i make this as dramatic as possible yeah absolutely but it works it's right. like a creepy the, crazy shot the other officer is on the floor barely breathing yeah um and his face is all mutilated mm-hmm. and they said the one officer goes he's still alive they're calling mm-hmm. paramedics they're all confused because they think he's on the higher floors they they're searching yeah. they can't find him. then they're in the elevator again okay and they're in the oh, elevator yes. they have the guy who they found on the floor starts season season mm-hmm. so they're rushing to get to the ambulance right and they're all in the elevator and that's when the blood starts dripping down onto the yeah yeah and so a couple cops go up to go see into the elevator shaft see this body and this gun next to the arm, they think it's Lecter. He's and they say, okay, he's not moving at well, all. Well, he's wearing Lecter's like prison yeah. uniform. And they're saying he's not moving at all. So the one guard tells the other, shoot him in the leg. Because if you shoot him in the leg and he's alive, we'll see. And he doesn't move even after that. So they send somebody in with the ladder in the elevator. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, guys, don't shoot anymore because we're going in the elevator. Right. And the ladder guy opens the hatch. Yep. And a body falls out. Yeah, he just falls dead. But it's not Hannibal. It's not Hannibal. Because now we're in the ambulance and they're given, the EMTs given the report to the hospital. Right. And the body on in the ambulance sits up. Gets up. And yeah. rips off the face he was wearing. I know, it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> and I was genuinely... The, the good thing about this is it does not, like, they show him, like, going after the EMT, mm. but then the next shot is Clarice's friend getting the news that Hannibal's escaped. Yeah, yeah, they don't go and into that the too ambulance much is dead. Everyone in the ambulance is yeah. dead. And- like, I knew that he was definitely still alive, but I didn't quite know how. So when I uh-huh. saw him get up, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> So what I was talking to about this famous scene is in the office, they Mm. were doing a CPR class. Okay. And 
they apparently killed the patient and okay. they're like what do we do next and Dwight's like check for we harvest the organs and he like <laughs> takes out a pen knife or a switchblade and like cuts open the chest cavity but then he like peels off the face and puts it on his face and he's oh. standing against the wall and he like says hello Clarice and yes, does, like, the little yes <laughs> yes and then later in the episode first of all it's hilarious we're all laughing <laughs> later in the episode it's like well why did you do that Dwight and he's like well I just didn't think it was really realistic in the movie but now I see it was actually pretty realistic <laughs> oh my goodness Dwight he's so insane okay so now you're um they're both Clarice and her her friend are, are sitting and right they're... well Clarice says tells her friend that he's not going to come after her right that he would consider it rude yeah yeah and um so uh we also so get a brief you're... shot of oh Bill yeah sewing, Bill, he's sewing skin. and it's not leather yeah no it's it's skin uh, and then you're back to Clarice and her friend, and they're looking at the lecture notes. And they mentioned that he said, "Oh, you covet, and then you covet what you see, what you every, see day. every day." So they, because re- Hannibal had put in the notes that doesn't this pattern seem desperately random? Yeah, it's like too random. To and not, they realized to he'd be weighed down the first body, Frederica. Yes, because, because he knew he her. He knew her. He saw her every day. Yes. So Clarice puts on her plucky little gum shoes and goes <laughs> out to do her plucky little gum shoe in. Yep. Um, and she goes to Frederica's family. Mm-hmm. She's her father. And then they go into the bedroom, and which they, the police had searched, but of course Clarice is the one to find this secret compartment in her music, music box that has like pictures of her posing in her underwear. Yeah, which, I don't know, didn't really add anything to the story. I kind of just figured it was like, you know, Buffalo Bill convinced her to do it so that he could see, like, a woman of that size from angles. He probably tricked her into thinking that it was, like, a sexual romantic thing. Right. Clarice Um, then also finds a sewing room that mm -hmm. has a dress form, and Frederica was a tailor, or, like, like, would size her own clothes. But then she finds a dress that has diamonds on the pattern yep. diamond on the back the same and pattern she realizes that the- bill is a tailor yep and she calls crawford who they've already discovered that this guy's name is john grant or james gum james gum so weird um that 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 the fbi got the name from john topkins because lector was right about him being denied right uh, for the gender for reassignment the- surgery yeah and crawford says we have an address um it's somewhere it's like 400 miles from where she is yeah and he's like completely different. he's like just keep investigating around there see like if you can get any more information right. he's like we're going to the house don't worry we've got this guy yeah 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 so um so i'm just i'm just looking uh we see Catherine. we're back in buffalo bill's house now and we yes. see Catherine is making a trap she's oh yeah she's trying a to bone to bucket to try to get princess to go into the bucket so she can scoop her in because she realizes that buffalo bill loves this dog and if she threatens the dog's life he might do something to let her go um which even though i understood this i was also like big little baby please don't hurt the baby (laughs) and i said to myself like i don't even know if this would occur to me as something like to hurt a dog, like I don't even think it would even occur to me. No, I don't think she to... was going to hurt the. I mean, no, I know, but like, you know, to even threaten the dog's life, I, I just don't. I don't even know if it would have occurred to me as a as an escape thing to do, let alone that I would have actually tried to do it. <laughs> well, I mean, it shows that Catherine is smart. Because, yeah, she is very smart. You know, it's the one thing he's shown to love. Yes, absolutely. 
absolutely so she's trying to you know but she does she ends up not getting her in that scene and then you see clarice interviewing a friend of frederica's um at this diner and they were she was said that they had worked for this older woman right mrs litman yeah um a lot and they had given them a lot of work as seamstresses so, but then you cut to the police outside of what you think is Buffalo Bill, Bill's house. Well, no, 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 no. Because you missed the whole part where Bill's dancing around. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so I think in between the scene of... I don't know when the dancing comes Oh, yeah, in. when she's... Yes, when she's trying to coax the dog yes, we as see, she's doing we that. We see Buffalo Bill is dancing around and he's like... Got Putting on, on like, makeup. He's got on like a wig cap that's made of like real scalp. Yeah, ugh. It, it, it was... um. Again, now that I know that it's a detective from Monk, I, oh, I can't look at this scene. Um, he he tucks himself in, so, yeah, he, so he looks flat. like a woman. Yeah, and it's just it's very unnerving and weird. I mean, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's something I did not need to say. It's no. very unnerving. It's very weird. It's very unsettling. Yes. It's so I guess it doesn't job, its job in this movie. Yes, absolutely. So then she you cut to Clarice right. interviewing the friend. Um, and then, you know, that she talks to her about it and they talk about Mrs. Littman and then they cut to the police outside of a house that you think at this moment is Buffalo Bill's house. Right. Uh, and then they cut to Catherine now has Precious. Right. Catherine managed to trap the dog. Um, and Buffalo Bill's like, put her in the bucket, get her up here. Yeah. She's like, like, no, I'm going to hurt her. (laughs) She goes, don't you, he goes, don't you hurt my fucking dog or whatever. And um, she says, like, you know, she's hurt. She needs a vet really badly, blah, blah, blah. And we see the FBI moving on this house. Yes. They send a flower delivery man up. Which I thought was hilarious because you remember that Simpsons joke where for some reason they're being surveilled and the truck says flowers by Irene. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's flowers by Irene. Um, and, like, we see the guy ringing the door the door mm-hmm. bell and down in the basement jamie's doorbell is going jamie james doorbell is going yes. off like and it's like this really loud like buzzery sound yes yes um so we get the back and forth between the fbi like ready to storm into the sky house mm-hmm. and buffalo bill going to the door yeah. and when he opens the door it's it's clarice, it's clarice the fbi are at the wrong house yeah and they, you cut to them at some point and they're like nobody's here right and um clarice says oh i'm looking for mrs litman and mm-hmm. he's like the litmans don't live here no more bye yeah he's very weird but then he, he ends up in he says they have a son she might want to talk to or something like that so he invites her in well because while- she mentions that she's here regarding the disappearance of frederica yes and that's so when he, he goes oh now. that's a great big fat girl who disappeared right yes and she goes yes yeah, she was a big girl which again no and um so he invites her in while he goes to find the card of this guy mm-hmm. and i was like don't go in the house yeah but she, she, goes she just in. walked herself right she in. she just there. walks in and she, while he's looking for the card, she sees one of the moths. Yeah, and that, that's when she realized, oh, holy crap. Um, and when he tries to give her the card, she's like, can I use your phone? And he's right. like, um... And then she just pulls her gun on him. Yeah. And she should have just shot him out, right? I know, she should have, or at least shot him in the do. leg or something. That's not what you do. We, don't, we don't shoot first and ask questions later. Shoot him in the leg! <laughs> you don't need the leg. <laughs> You'd be fine. So then we get this um, chase scene. Yeah. 
where Clarice is following him down into the basement because that's where he ran. Yes. We see his woman suit on like the dress Yes, form. and it's like surprisingly good. <laughs> it's like that actually looks like a woman's body. Um, yeah, so she hears Catherine screaming. Um, she sees a map on the wall of like My where favorite the- is when she tells Catherine, I'm s- you're safe now. And Catherine's like, I'm not fucking safe. I'm still in the Catherine's not taking any She's of this like, shit. She's like, bitch, don't leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, so like she goes, because she says to her, I have to, I have to leave this room now. And yeah. Catherine's like, no, don't leave me, you fucking bitch. Like, like he's crazy. Yeah. Um, There's also a lot of doors in this basement. This basement is huge. It is. Why is it so big? So you know the house that um, his this was filmed at, not the basement. Okay. The basement was filmed on this stage. Yes, on stage. Um, the house, like his house, sold for just under three hundred thousand dollars in twenty twenty. Oh yeah, I'm like somebody's buying a house for under three hundred thousand dollars. I know, but wherever you can do that, Pennsylvania, in that I think. are not here. I was like, and a house that was in a movie? Nonetheless. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, I can't even get a shack out in the middle of the ocean with no running water. <laughs> not here in New York. Just... Certainly not. Oh, um, the real estate market is insane. Here here in the New York City metropolitan area, it absolutely is. But there are places where you it's not that way. Out, out near Plum Island. Yes, <laughs> out near Anthrax Island. Um if the anthrax don't get you hannibal lecter will <laughs> yeah so she i'm um, sorry so she walks she goes through these different rooms mm. she sees like his sewing room and she walks into this like bathroom and there's like a body in yeah the there's like a body in the tub that's like de- decomposing like Ugh. i'm assuming it's mrs Littman. i guess you know it's like why didn't you just fucking get rid of her like <laughs> yeah i mean you had no problem getting rid of the other bodies yeah that was like that was just for effect. Like, it right. was weird. And when she sees this body, he turns, he like the flips the breaker. Off, yeah. So, and we got this great, yes. like high tense scene. Yes, because of through uh, the Buffalo night Bill's night vision goggles. And he's, and Clarice is just stumbling around yes. in the dark, like waving her gun. Right. And her face during the scene, she looks so fucking terrified. Yeah, she's perfect. She's um, perfect. And then he go- he goes to like reach out to her and right, almost touches her. Right. There's several times when he goes like, like Yeah, like he almost touches yes. her. But then finally he decides he's gonna shoot her. Sure. And but- as he draws back the gun, she hears it. Yeah, when and the shoots click him. Yeah. and she just shoots him. And something opens up so you can actually see. She like, like hits a window. Yeah, so, the window. So the light comes in. Yeah, so he's down. And um then you see all the cops. Uh, yeah, Catherine gets out of the oubliette. Oh, yeah, and you see that he's got clippings about himself right. in his house. Right. Um, and then they, the police are all there. Catherine is being escorted out. She's clutching Precious. Yeah, she won't get so Precious it's like, up. thank you, Jesus, this dog survived. Um, and then you cut to Clarice's graduation from the Academy. Yeah, and like, I guess you caught a serial killer, I guess you get to graduate. Now. Yes, absolutely. Um, and at the party, she somebody tells her, you have a phone call. So as she's going out, she hits Crawford, and she, she like, runs into Crawford, and he says, you know, I'm not good with these party things, but I want to tell you, like, how, you know, you're... He congratulates her. Yes. He gives her a handshake. Yes. An old boys club handshake. Yep. Um, and then she picks up the phone. And obviously, it's Hannibal Lecter. And, and we see he's in some foreign country. Yes. And he's already grown his hair out like a bunch. <laughs> oh, I thought he was wearing a wig. Oh, that makes so much more sense. 
Wow. I'm a, I'm a Dumbo. Um, and he says, has the, have the lamb stopped screaming? And he tells her he won't kill her because the world is better with her in it. And he goes, I, and then he says what I said at the beginning. I'm having an old friend for dinner and we see Chilton getting off, like of, getting a plane. off a plane. And that is how Silence of the that Lambs is ends. the very in great the Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. So what did you think? Oh, God, I love this movie. Yeah, I've seen great. this movie so many times. I've, this is the second time I've seen it's it. But it's such great. a good movie. It's like one of those movies you can watch over and over and over yeah. again. Because you've got two great villains basically yes, absolutely Thank like i almost so kind of feel bad for buffalo bill because yeah he gets so right he's, he's, like, he's, he's a great villain too he is so creepy but and you like there's no terrible. To hannibal lecter yeah of course and just like um i mean i really think this really put like the thomas harris books and the character of hannibal lecter right. onto the map because there was a movie before this i think it was manhunter was before this okay um I think I could be wrong. Was that also that was Hannibal? But it like it wasn't as well received, right? Like this movie really like an Anthony Hopkins portrayal of Hannibal Lecter, like really really put it on the map, right? I mean, I think performances were stellar all around. I think without this movie, we wouldn't have had the Hannibal TV show with Matt Mickelson that everyone is like weirdly obsessed. I've never seen it. Is it good? I've seen it. Like I don't know. People are like. Like incredibly turned on by him, and I uh, don't get me wrong, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, Mikkelsen. He's, he's an attractive he's an guy, attractive. and he's a great actor. But do you get like? Because I was just wondering about this. I was actually making me sort of want to check it out. Like, do you get any sort of satisfactory answers as to why he is the way he is from that show? So I think there's a bit of history, but you know me, I enjoy people. Who have no explanation. Yes, I know. Because but... I think once you start getting too deep into yes. lore and stuff like that, it all falls apart. Absolutely. I, I, I very much agree like, with that. Perfect example. Sleeping Beauty. The original Sleeping Beauty Disney movie, right? When Maleficent curses an infant because she wasn't invited to yeah, a party. Just I the ultimate know why, Yeah. I don't <laughs> need to know why she did this. I don't yeah. need some sob backstory for her that no, she was of course not. isolated by the kingdom and that her wings were so... I don't need that. Yes. I just need to know that that bitch was petty enough to curse a child because she yes. wasn't invited to a party. Yes. No, I totally agree with you, but I couldn't And it's stop. the same thing with like slasher movies. Like, yes. I don't need to know that Freddy was conceived after his mother was raped by a thousand prisoners and he was beaten every day with like nails and like what happens to him i I have no clue i think i feel like i watched a friday movie that mentioned that oh it's like he was beaten every day with nails and people like to set him on fire for fun and that's why he is the way he is i don't need a reason yeah i just need someone to be a psychopath sometimes i i get what you're saying and i totally agree like it's better not to know but i couldn't help but be like why does this guy want to eat people? I think people? there there is like, reasons given in the books what and is, stuff like that. What is the urge to like eat people? It like, has to do with his childhood. It always has to. Oh yeah, it's always the childhood. But no, you're right. He doesn't need an explanation. I, ju- I, I just prefer a psycho who doesn't have an explanation. Yes. And that's also what they do with James Gunn. Like they yeah. mentioned that he has a tortured childhood, and but they don't happened. say. But they don't say what. Yeah. They don't say, you know, his mother used to beat him and tell him, like, she always wanted a girl. Yeah, <laughs> which is probably you know? what they were thinking it was. I don't need all of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just need to know sometimes people go crazy and kill people. Yes. Mm-hmm. There doesn't need to be a reason. Yes, but this is funny because this is exactly why I wasn't in love with, um, what's it called? Oh, what's the movie? Kevin in the Woods. Because I thought there was too much lore aside to everything. Well, yeah. I mean, I see where you're coming from that, but that that was different. 
that wasn't like psychopaths killing people. This yeah, was their no. job. I like, know. That was their job. Yes. Yeah. You know, they needed to appease the elder gods. Like when it's just an individual yes. person. Yeah, I understand act, what you're saying. It, it makes it so much scarier when there's not the reason. And I know yes. you didn't like the movie The Strangers. And I'm not a huge fan of the movie The Strangers yeah, either. I really did like the whole, that movie. But why are you doing this to us? Because, because you, were you were home. Because you home is right. such a great reason. It, that is a great and reason. I just think me, it wasn't you know executed what? It's, well. It's like the sentence no is a complete sentence yes absolutely you know that's what it comes down to you don't need a reason you don't need a mysterious backstory i don't need some haunting tragic childhood yeah no you just want sometimes sometimes evil for evil's sake yeah it's the most compelling scarier it's the most compelling thing because if you know what's causing this yeah then you're like well then we can try to fix it we can fix it yeah people can't be fixed all the time not not everybody for sure I just think it just got into my head of like how how do you arrive at like having a taste for human flesh? But you know, of course, I'll never understand that because I'm not that much of a psycho. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I love this movie too. It's just like everything about it is compelling. The way that they build the story and build the suspense and have like basically this terrible serial killer helping to find another serial killer and you know how he gets into people's heads and all of these different things like it's just a great movie like performances are great direction is great right and i really think that the undertones that are there is um and it's very subtle but it's very easy to pick up on as a female in a male dominated yes industry. absolutely absolutely they, you know? they do they pay homage to that yeah which is important um Oh, and I think we forgot to mention this. Like Crawford tries to explain to Clarice why he did what he did with the sheriff, you know, and he goes, you know how it is sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said, you know, it's not right. She still matters. This is this is how people look up to you on how to how to act. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean, I think that was such, yeah, that was an, an important thing part. for its time. Absolutely. Because 1991 was a completely different time yes. than what it is in 2022 Absolutely. right now. And that's not something, you know, granted, I'm I'm not saying like feminism was dead back then or, yeah. and women were oppressed, but that was not ideas that were really yeah. being. It's much more in line with how things are talked about today. Right. Than they certainly were in the 90s. Right. And that was an important scene. And I also wanted to mention how close to home this movie kind of hits because, you know, if you think Why, about you know it. No. <laughs> I know you. No, I'm kidding. Please. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, it's just that, like, you know, he's going after these women First who are of all, like that's too much work. <laughs> Seriously, um, he's going after these like, you know, kind of youngerish women who are a little bit who aren't like super thin. They're like average size of like twelve to fourteen. You know, she pulls into this this um apartment complex that's not unlike my apartment complex. Um, she's just like this young woman who's trying to live her life. And she happens into this guy who gets victims the way that Ted Bundy literally got victims by pretending to be, you know, maimed in some way and getting help from overly polite, I have to help you sort of young women. And I'm like, it's just too much. It's too close to home. So what I'm hearing is I shouldn't get stuff off of the grocery shelves for people anymore. That's a big thing for me because I'm so tall. See, <laughs> whenever I'm at the grocery store, there's always, without fail, somebody who's like, can you just get that off the shelf for me? Because they can't reach. And I'm like, of course I can. No problem. No, no, that's that's not. that Because that's well-lit public place. 
One don't of wanna, these little ladies is going to take me out with her cane. You don't want to no, no, be no, no. Help, I, I helping some dude saying. with a cast trying to open the back door of a white van. Like, you don't want that. So, I, I, I know. I understand. So, yeah. Saying. So the terror of it is, like, real. Um, And I'm like, of course I'm the same size as a woman that he would choose for. Well, and it's like, you know, you know Catherine isn't stupid. She's shown right. not to be stupid. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like kindness will get you in just as much trouble sometimes yeah and it's it's preying upon how women are often raised to be always polite always helpful don't say no don't turn people down you know and i I definitely know that Mm. kind of behavior so yeah it's pretty terrifying but um ratings what should we do for ratings fava beans (laughs) sure fava beans (laughs) so as a movie probably 4.5 fava beans out of five it's such a good movie yeah scariness three i mean i have trouble watching this movie by myself sometimes Mm. because the dark chase scene in the end yeah that's very tense for me and that whole garage scene is very tense yeah and the whole hannibal escaping from like yes that whole scene with the guy strung up and everything yeah but i remember the first time i saw it like I couldn't finish it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know, it was funny. I saw this in, um, actually in class, in a film class I was taking mm-hmm. in college. That's how I saw it. And I remember being really, like, creeped out because back then I was still very, thought I was very scared of movies like this. And I remember watching it and being like, that was actually just a really good movie. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, it's one of those movies that people think of as a really good movie before they yes, think of it as a horror movie. As a horror film. Yeah. So I would I would agree. Because when I told Dennis we were doing Silence of the Lambs, he's like, is that really horror, though? And then he thought about it. He goes, no, I guess it yeah, really you, is. You've got a serial killer. You've got <laughs> mutilation. You've got cannibalism. Like, it qualifies. Um, I would give this, like, I would agree with a 4.5 or at least a 4 between 4 and 4.5 for the movie itself. Um, and for scariness, between like a 3 and a 3.5, because honestly, like, it's not like this most in-your-face scariest thing, but just talking about how it hits close to home for like who I am as a person and things that could actually happen, it's pretty terrifying. Right. So, yeah. So that's Silence of the Lips. Yes, and next week we will be doing... Seven... Which, by the way, if you're trying to look up sometimes, you have to do S-E, the number seven, E. Oh, really? You I, you couldn't find it with just the word seven? Okay, I was trying to pirate it at first. <laughs> and I was like, why do I keep on getting seven brides for seven brothers? <laughs> seven brides for seven brothers. Or seven pounds by, with Will Smith. Oh, God. And then I was like, let me try it the way it's like. And then I That's really funny. But then I ended up doing the right thing and I rented it from Amazon people. That's okay. I don't even know how to pirate movies. Like, I don't even know. Oh, just Google go. watch movies free online. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. So if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, we can be found at the Nightlight Night English, the Nightlight Podcast. And you can email us at the Nightlight Podcast at gmail.com. And until next time. Uh, remember to keep the, the nightlight, nightlight on. on. Bye guys. That was bad, but bye guys. <laughs> <laughs>